I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. I'm Allie J. And I'm Crystal O. And welcome to Not Your Token Black Girl, where we recover from spreading black girl magic wherever we go. From careers and cocktails to men and mental health, we're breaking it all down on what it means to wear the token crown. So if you've ever said, I'm not your token, fill in the blank, then this podcast is for you. A fun and witty show that's a little bit shady, but 100% true. It's Saturday brunch combo with the girls in a quick 20 minutes. Now let's get started. On today's episode of Not Your Token Black Girl, we're diving into the role Black women played in the 2020 presidential election. Okay, so how's your week been going so far? Or how, how did it go, should I say? Um, it's been a good week. Um, obviously, happy with how the election went. Praise God. Um, that was just like such a huge lift off my shoulders. I, I broke down. I broke down a couple times in full transparency. I know. I'm sure. I know you Well, did. like, you know, I'm married to this immigrant. I got this little black baby. Mm-hmm. The last four years have actually been hell. Like, from a political standpoint, just seeing the country, like, spiral into hell, essentially. But besides that, my week was yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. And I think, you know, in terms of the way that it, like, affected me, because I think about that, and I'm like, you know like, how is it really affecting me? Because the day I felt so the when it finally got to election day, and they were like counting, we were sitting there, we were just waiting and waiting and waiting. And girl, I was like, real stressed. I was like, I I really want after this election, because Joe Biden's gonna win, like in my heart, in my soul. And like, in all my prayers and thoughts, I was like, he's gonna win, like, we're gonna be good to go. But I'm like, now moving forward, I want to start researching and finding out how I can activate and help my local like elected officials like get stuff going because the presidency is huge. And I think the biggest thing that hit Donald Trump did during his presidency was like create hate. Right. And yeah. I felt and I feel like over these four years, I've felt that and I've felt more than any other time felt racism and the differences in certain situations like I think he instilled so much of that. Right. And then, you know, just confidence in the economy. Like that was like, I was shook about it, you know? So, you know, of course, like when everything was first rambling out, which I was real annoyed that it took so long. I will say that. Fair. Like I was pressed. Nevada still counting. 
girl, girl. <laughs> like, my friend sent me a thing. She was like, girl, this is like waiting for the results on Mari. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yes, yes, it is. Like, it's a waiting for Nevada is a whole dilemma. Like, they just, like, it is very slow. Georgia's but, about to hand count their votes. Girl, they might as well. Do it. Like, if we being slow. But I guess at this point, like, we know the winner, which is nice. Right. We got, I, I think that it's crazy that, like, Trump is still trying and pushing to, like, mess shit up. It's like, at this point, sir, like, sweetie, like, you didn't win. Like, you just, like, have to go take a seat, like, take this L. But did you really expect that from a narcissist orange Cheeto puff? Did you really expect him to take the high road? Come on now. I didn't. But at the, at the same time, I'm like, when you feel that much embarrassed, because I like even have secondhand embarrassment at this point. Like I'm laughing at you, sir. But I'm also like, oh, sweetie, like you've got to just, you've got to find some way, okay, to act like a grown man. And My just- thing is, it's putting us at risk as a country other countries are seeing the internal turmoil yes seeing oh my god the lack of transparency in the transition the lack of transition period um and the, and i fully expect them to try to take advantage of that so it is an issue of national security it is so embarrassing like like i have friends that live in other places and they're just like y'all's country is like got some issues you know oh yeah and i'm like that looks perfect in the holiday photos but behind the scenes hot mess cussing each other out like we don't get along yeah yeah no it is that's another thing i'm just like it's one it's so embarrassing too like i do like that now you see how much hate is in the world I love the the narrative, like hate didn't win, right? Like in this case, and I felt so good about that when they did announce Joe Biden as a winner. I was like, boo, like I was telling Albert, I was like, boo, like it makes me feel better that people do really, you know, innately see that hate can't win. Like love is the answer and kindness and like, you know, being in unity, right? But and I guess I loved- the issue is half the country don't feel that way. Like no, if, they if, don't. If you were true, if that is who America truly was at her core, yeah, it wouldn't even be this close, right? Like that was annoying too. That was an, a dilemma in my brain too. I was like, why is it even a close race at this point, right? But you know, the optimism in me feels that you know at least we get to this point where where a majority of us are saying, hey, like. We don't want, like, even if financially it makes sense, or even if, like, we're Christian and we don't, we're not, we're against these things. It's like, no, we still need unity and we need peace and we need to come together, right? I think Joe Biden's message has been really good this whole time. Like, he's not just a Democratic president, right? Like, he's everybody's president if you voted for him or not. And I think that was pretty powerful that he continued to state that because there were, like, you know, there was a lot of flipping and that shows you like this, this little uh, Cheeto was going ham. Like he was really trying to divide this country. Like it, I, I, I was I convinced we were about to have a did. purge. He did. 
He did. He certainly did. Like, but I guess I don't want to give Cheeto Puff that much credit. I think the division has always been there, right? America, we want to say, oh, we're so progressive. Like we put these types of things behind us. We haven't. It had just gone back undercover. But so I don't think Orange Cheeto divided us. He helped raise it to the surface right? Like he put it in everyone's face that the America that you think we are, we aren't, right? 50% of this country thinks racism is okay. And even if they believe in their hearts and in their minds that they are not racist, a vote for Trump is a vote for racism. So I don't care what your stance was on the economy. I don't care what your stance was on education or health care, you said my how I feel about those issues is more important than black indigenous people of color being treated fairly in this country. And so because of that, 50% of this country is still racist. And that wasn't shocking to me. Um, but I, I have to admit, I was a little disappointed that the race was this close. I'm, I'm happy that we got the blue wall back. I'm happy that it appears Georgia has flipped and I believe Nevada or Arizona flipped. Um, but the fact that we still had that much red on the map was discouraging, but to, to, go towards a, a lighter point. I am proud of our home state of Texas. Uh, yeah. We ended up going red, but damn it, we are purple. Um, and I think Texas has a bright future ahead to really be a battleground state. Um, I agree. Yeah. So the fact that Tarrant County flipped blue with all them country conservative hicks, no offense to our people out in Tarrant County. Um, but for the but most part, seriously. that's what you're going to see out there. I am so proud that they turned blue um, and that Texas is turning purple. But none of this would be possible without America's savior, Black women. <laughs> yes. So thank you, Mama, because once again, the most unprotected person in America saves America again and again and again. And while I have some issues with some of Kamala's viewpoints, Mm -hmm. I appreciate her giving us our due one because she is one of us, but I appreciate in all of the celebrations, she took time to publicly thank black women. I thought that was very powerful and super important. And even Biden coming out and doing the same, like was, was a key moment. Right. And black women have continued to hold things up in every sense of the word, right? Like showing up to vote, being on the front lines, getting, bringing people out to vote, you know, has been huge. We showed up over, I think it's 91% of black women or no, it's 97%. I may be misspeaking. And then, I mean, black men, yeah, y'all showed up a little bit too. We don't. 18 to 20% of them voted for Trump. Girl. We're going to get into that. 
I try to be on my brother's side and my brother's keeper. But what I want to know specifically, who, who, which one of y'all? I know a couple that I am no longer in relationship with. Over and I this. bet they're the same ones eating at Arby's. <laughs> hiding. They just be hiding. Like, uh, no, for real. Like, I see those yeah, and a closet Trump supporter. Yeah, because well, they're cowards. Out. Some of them have come out of the political closet and said, I voted for Trump. And when I asked, why the hell would you do that? He don't like your black ass. They say things like the economy. Like, I know that I, I will never be seen as equal as a black man in this country. I will never have a target on my back. So I might as well get comfortable with that. But if one leader versus another places me in a better financial situation that I can control, that is why I voted for Trump. What are your thoughts on that? I just can't get with it. And that's a, that's a selfish, like that is to me a very selfish stance, right? Like it's, it's you choosing finance over morals right like that's silly yeah and 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 to me you're a full clown at this point you know like i a whole clown clown. someone is has literally been using you to is one figuring out any way to down your race has like doesn't care I'm sorry, like Kanye said, George Bush don't care about black people. No, he should have said Trump don't care about black people. And like uh, for a black man, I feel like to go and then be like, no, I'm on your side because of financial reasons, sir. But I do, I do think it gives the Democratic Party some homework. Yeah. To figure out why a fifth of black men flipped on you. Yeah. Um, And I really think it's going to come down to, I don't have data or facts around this. This is just a gut feeling. I think it's going to come down to criminal reform and. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think those two issues will be key in pulling those numbers back up to where we need them for black men. Yeah, um, the the criminal reform, the guns, the you know for Southerners, the financial reasons. Like I can see, like I in in my brain, I'm like no party's gonna have every like thing that right. you know. We're our community is not a one track. Like we're not one track minded, right? Everybody has their own thing going on, but it's still like a vote for Trump. I feel like, like everybody was saying, it's a vote for hate. Yeah. You know? So even with those things to choose that over, or maybe they, those black voters, do we say maybe some of them voted like libertarian? <laughs> Girl, bye. I'm and really trying to be optimistic about stuff, but I'm like, I just can't sit, like, I can't fathom that. Like, and I hate to I hate to say this, but the Libertarian Party. I know I'm going to piss off some of our listeners, 
voting for a libertarian party right now in this type of election with this much on the line is disrespectful and strategically <laughs> not smart. Do you really think after Trump, we're about to put a non, how do I even say this? Do you really think we're about to give a whole new party a chance? No, yeah. not now. So I agree with some of the libertarian points. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to cast, and I'm trying not to say waste, I'm not going to cast my vote for a party that I know doesn't have a shot in hell of getting yeah. in the White House. So I think we can like go Like at back. least not now. Like not now. Like, not right now. Not right now, right? So like, let us deal with this foolishness that we're in with a Democratic president with Democratic backing that can get some things done because how many libertarians do we have in Congress? Girl. Oh right. man. So you don't even have an aisle. Like when we talk about reaching across aisles, it's only two right now, which is an issue in itself, but now is not the time. And the fact that Kanye West got 20,000 votes. He got like 50. And that's bananas too. Like I could not believe that because I, you know, I'm a Kanye fan. So like I, it's like, it's a, it's a fan kind of like sometimes I'm almost like a closeted fan at this point, but I will say like, I listened to him cause I was like, what is he, how does he actually think in his brain? He can run for president. Like that's not it. Girl, if you listen to his little interview, I'm like, you don't know anything about policy. Like, he, kn- he knew nothing. No. So for people to then go out and vote for him and write him in, like, it's like, that's how you know people are not researching. They're not, like, trying to figure it out. They're just doing whatever they see on the social media. And that's scary because that's so scary. in full transparency, yeah, some of these policies can affect you and me. Yeah. They can who's really going to suffer are these fools out here voting for um, Kanye West. Because when they say you can't, you we're taking away your access to healthcare. That's not going to be me and you. Mm -mm. That's probably going to impact these fools that went out there and voted for Kanye or Donald Trump. When they say women, you can no longer get safe abortions in the United States. Like, and I like still this. like I've I've been following a lot more political commentators and like trying to follow like organizations to to learn more about how those things happen and what like as a civilian like what can I do to make to push the needle there besides vote because like of course I'm voting all my local stuff any and every time right but like the Senate like there's still a chance that they're gonna repeal Obamacare so it's like you know, we vote, we do all this stuff. Like what is, what is, what can, I guess, Joe Biden and Kamala do to come in and like make sure this, that these things don't happen, you know? Like I have to, I, I really, and I don't speak a lot about it, like I said, cause I'm not like well-researched enough to understand, okay, they, they can come in and just be like, no. We still doing, we're still doing Obamacare or Biden care or whatever he wants to do, right? 
Um, but right now we don't have the Senate. So it's like when he put in um, before when Ginsburg is, was when she passed and he was immediately like, okay, we're putting in um, what's her name. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on her name, but he put in the, the new like justice. justice. Yeah. Yeah. Like Amy. Yeah. Amy she's Barrett. Republican. There we go. Girl, she got handmaids and all that stuff. It's about to be straight up. Handmaid That's what sale. I'm saying. That's yeah. why I'm like, we have to think of those things too. And like, if, if me, someone I read all the time, like I'm researching all the time, if I'm taking the time to do those things and I still don't fully grasp certain concepts of how can we make change and how can we like fix that, then imagine someone that's not doing any of the due diligence of like going out, trying to figure it out, reading policies of certain people. They voting for Kanye. Right. You know, like they just, and that's the problem. Like we have to be like... There's just so many ways to go with this. I could probably ramble a billion of my like rants about what I think. <laughs> it uh, probably starts with education. It does. I just I think like, people think they take voting too lightly and they don't understand the repercussions yes. of the vote. But one demographic that understands the repercussions is again Black women, we're the ones holding yeah. it down at home. We're we, the ones we are it figuring it out. We are going to be the ones left to figure out how to save our community if if this goes left. And so, shout out to Black women shout for showing up in droves, um, saving these raggedy United States once mm-hmm. again from themselves. But we tied, sis. Like everybody needs to get together and read and figure it out and be like. Match our energy is all I'm saying. Yes. (laughs) Come on. Yeah, but we'll see how this plays out. I know we can go, like, my brain is computing a million miles an hour right now thinking of all this stuff. But let's, um, I'd be interested to see what our listeners have to say about this. Yeah. Hit us up in the comments. Let us know what you think. We'll see you next week. This is Allie J. And I'm Crystal Lowe. And that's it for this week. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 12 p.m. Central for another episode of Not Your Token Black Girl. And also be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google. And follow me at Basic Allie on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Crystal O. As things change, other things stay the same. Like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs, from small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories. But it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.